What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Hey. All right, what's happening? Feeling good with Duddy. As always, I'm joined here with my brother and my co-host, Mr. Stank Bushnell. Hello. And today, we have the honor of being blessed with my good friend and manager, Mr. Mike Brown, a.k.a. Cheese. What's up? Hola. That's Spanish. <laughs> That's how the the Spaniards say hello. I just got back from Cabo. Just got back from Cabo. Yeah. And what do you think you brought back? Uh, for sure, some STDs, and there was just a fly <laughs> flying around in here that could have come out of my pants as well. That's disgusting. Okay, so cheese. I, I've got to get this out of the way because I'm going to be saying that word a lot on this episode. And for the fans or people listening, how did you get your name? Short version is I was out on a high school field trip and I got hit by a Frito-Lay truck while I was trying to retrieve a baseball cap from the freeway. But it was in bumper-to-bumper traffic. It wasn't bad. And it skimmed me. But all my friends started calling me that as a joke. Cheese boy, next thing you know, I, uh, I started going with it. And then when I was a Hustler and I was writing at Hustler, I went by Cheese Boy and played in bands, went by Cheese Boy, and next thing you know. That's on that note, because I was going to ask you about this later, but you already just brought it up. And you've done many, many cool things. You did what? Grind, grinding skateboards. Grind Incorporated, the, uh, the clothing line and skateboard, yes. And you, Calvin Klein. Was the vice president of Calvin Klein. You manage a bunch of awesome bands. Thank you. Dirty Heads <laughs> being one of them. A little humble brag, the best yeah, one. Yeah, I like that. But on top of that, you also worked for Hustler Magazine. And... Excuse me if I'm wrong. True correct story. me. Was your wasn't your job something along the lines of they would send you out to weird sex clubs and your job was to go there, partake in everything they do there, and then write an article on it? Yeah, close. My first job was I had a friend that got assigned. He worked there and he got assigned this job to go to the swingers club <coughs> and. Um, spectate and just see whatever he saw and then write a story. But his wife wasn't really into him going. So he said, hey, how about you go? I'll split the money with you and and uh, I'll write the story. And I said, great. And he gave me a tape recorder 
And I went and I saw all this stuff and I started trying to talk into the tape recorder and, and I can't do it. I can't just blindly sit and spill it out. So I wrote these. I started on recipe cards and I wrote a, a big stack about this thick, about 3,000 words on recipe <laughs> cards. And he, he looked at him and he goes, holy fuck. He goes, other than the fact that you have no grammatical skills and you can't spell worth the shit, the story is great. Can I clean it up and hand it in? And he did. The editor asked to meet me and... Next thing you know, um, they're sending me to the porn convention with a pocket full of money and to truck stops. I rented a, a semi and picked up hookers. That's what I remember, the lot lizard. You lot, told me the word lot lizard. Lot lizard. We time. did lot lizards. We did, fuck, all, <laughs> it was many years of, uh, of craziness. Lot lizard is a prostitute that lurks around truck stops, gets into trucks, and prostitutes. You get it. Yeah. 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 In fact, now that you've said that to the listening audience, when you go into a truck stop, look on the door and half of them will have the red circle with a line through it. It'll be a lizard there. Wait, like the, uh, the, oh. the door of the truck? No, the door of the truck stop. Like when you're going into Flying J or something. Not yeah. usually Flying oh, they're, J's. They're saying, we don't want no lot lizards here. Right. Oh, it's like a circle and a sh no lot lizards. But let's yeah. be honest. That's ah. why the truckers are stopping there. So. I think uh, I say the more the lizards. more lizards the better. I, I'm, I'm I not against was, it. You yeah. know what you should do? We we should start our own truck stop and we'll call it Geckos. I love oh it. Oh my god! And I we'll have it. all just cool shit. We'll have a strip club in each truck stop, and the strippers. <laughs> and how, this is how you tell the good ones. The good ones will have more teeth than tattoos. Oh, yeah. You pay by the tooth. Oh, okay. Yeah, you pay yeah, by yeah, the absolutely. tooth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and when are we doing this? Uh, Fuck, we got a couple. We got a couple more things. We got to we got to release this record coming up, and we got a tour after the tour. All right. we start Gecko's Truck yeah. Stop. So I love it. I'm already seeing the merch. <clears throat> right, yeah. everybody, look for Gecko's. It's it's uh, it's not a family environment. Um, do you know this thing that the showers a, oh. that the truck stops have? We have young Asian girls in the showers that shower you while you. Oh come on! You've never right? been cleaner. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're putting people to work. Yeah. We're cleaning up the truck driving community as a whole. The economy is – I mean, this is just – It's a lot of good ideas. Triple win so far. That's what I'm saying. All right. I'm in. I'm in. So I'm drawing a blank on his name, but I'm sure the coach for the Patriots will stop in, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. Kraft. Robert there Kraft. You go. There you go. While, while was, we're talking yeah. about prostitution and gnarly stuff, I want to thank our sponsors, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be happy. We got yeah, you Koi know CBD products. Let's, let's jump into it really quick. Yeah. You know, we, we got a couple awesome sponsors. This show is Feeling Good with Duddy. So what the sponsors are going to be things that make me feel good. And I'm going to start off first off with talking about Koi CBD. Great product. Great company. I, no joke, use this every single morning. This, uh, this dropper here is my go-to. I wake up. As a matter of fact... I want everyone right now to take a little dropper of this, and I dare you in 10 minutes to tell me you don't feel better. Okay? <laughs> okay. Koi CBD, amazing product. It's great for pain. It's great for inflammation. But for me, I honestly, the, the best effect for me is it's like a natural mood enhancer. Every morning, it takes a little edge off without making me tired, and that's how you want to start your day. Koi CBD. Uh, dot com. You go on right now. You pick up some products. You put in code DuddyB at checkout. You get twenty percent off. What? Just like that. You can't not do it. Okay. Next. Is, wait. I got a question. Jesus, okay. wait a is the second thing you do in the morning is you uh, lube, lube your Johnson up with this koi oil and and feed the geese? No. <laughs> feed the uh, geese. Also, like he's out back. Just yeah, feeding the geese. You know. Yeah. No, I, I don't do that. I never do that, cheese. Why don't you feed geese? You don't like geese? 
You don't like geese. He's got well, something against geese. PETA, call this guy. He don't like geese. Mm-hmm. He likes jellyfish, though. <laughs> <laughs> I make jellyfish in the shower. Uh, next, we also are brought to you by Sticky Vapes, another amazing company. We've done, uh, made our own vape pens with this company for the Dirty Heads, another product I use daily. I always have one of these in my pocket because, you know what, I'm a busy guy. And you also know what, I like to smoke. But I can't be running around smelling like smoke, just blasting blunts out all day. We can here, though. Let's light oh, one let's light one right now. Um, but Sticky Vapes, great product, stickyvape.com. Go check it out. And... Before we light one of these up, let's just talk about our last sponsor, Proper 12. One of my favorite drinks, whiskey. Okay? <coughs> so, another thing that makes me feel great, whiskey. We got Proper 12. Mm. I tried this yesterday for the very first time. They came in. They brought us some of this. We tried it. No joke. This is delicious whiskey. And we're going to try some right now. Proper 12. Check it out. Pour it as up. we check it out. And as we pour this, I just want to jump into a quick little... You, you know what our show here is about. Well, don't forget, none of this is possible without the fine folks at Reamp Studio. Look at this; they're allowing us to to say these awful things in this building. So I, I want to thank them. I I have cheese on to be my guest, and he already is running the fucking show. Look at that, too. Well, I'm your manager too, and yeah, I want to see true. this thing go past one episode, and they're already going to go. Couldn't he get a better guest? <laughs> but at least. You know, the, the sponsors will like me. So on that note, Proper 12, thank you. And cheers, guys. Let's get this show Here. going. There it is. Feed the geese. Last time I was hanging out with Jake, he was in my basement doing mescaline. Okay. That's partially true. It wasn't the last time I hung out with you. But that, that, that did one happen. Of the, one of the Sounded earliest good, though. times. It, yeah, no. One of the earliest times that I hung out with Cheese. I went on a trip with my brother to Cheese's house in, it was in Indiana. Illinois. In Indiana. Indiana. And yeah, I uh, I tried some mushrooms. I don't was it what, what it was, was pills. It? It no, was pills. We, we bought some weed, and <laughs> this was before this was a great weed story. was <sighs> legal. And you know, you'd go somewhere like say Indiana, and you went and got a bag of weed. It probably wasn't going to be that good. I mean, we're talking this was what 12, 15, 18 years ago, maybe. I don't yeah. know. It was a long fucking Between time. Between fifteen ago. and sixteen when I years think ago. Chronic. I think Indiana. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about, but. But I will say that this nice-ass fucking drug dealer brought us a bag of weed, and he's like, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. This weed's not that great. So I threw in a couple mescaline pills. Well, he said they were weed pills. Oh, he said they were <laughs> they weed were pills. They were weed That's pills. That's right. And then we started tripping, and Taylor or someone knew him and, and called, and he was like, oh, no, those weren't weed. Those were mescaline. Those were mescaline. That's right. And John John took two. Yeah. Oh, I was down. So John John from the Dirty Heads, myself, and just another friend of ours, were, were we were stuck in Cheese's basement. What happened was a bunch of Cheese's friends came over, a bunch of girls. And, strippers and from a, the local strip club. Keep going. Party, I'll, I'll yeah, narrate. A bunch of lovely girls that were selling girls. Strippers from the local strip club. And they, they came, dude, and we were trapped downstairs. We so wanted to join <laughs> the party, but our eyes were this big, and we couldn't see our hands. And I remember I crawled up the stairs and like took a peek at the party and cheese was just pointing and laughing. And I crawled back into the dungeon with John John and we just one of my favorite listened. trips. Those were the good old oh, days. Good. Oh, and, and I won't go too much further into that story. Uh, but uh, one of my favorite things from that story was John John. So we all took these pills at the same exact time. Which story with John John? This, the same story we're talking about, but I'm going to explain it. The mescaline. But the one where... Oh, no, no, no. That, that's also a good one. Uh, uh, you they know, we all, we all take it. We all oh, take they, it. Oh, there's cameras in here? I thought this was on the radio no, or something. Yeah. 
You don't see the cameras? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what they were. I thought they were for security. The CBD works. Cheese doesn't yeah. even see the camera. No, so long story short, we, four or five of us, I think it was, we took these pills and all of us within, you know, 45 minutes were feeling the effects of these pretty fucking hard, except for John John. And he kept going, man, I'm not feeling anything. I'm not feeling anything. I think I'm going to take another one. And I remember I kept going, dude. We all took it, and we are feeling it. Those work. I do remember Just this. wait. It's going to kick in for you. And he just kept doing it, kept doing it. And like 10 minutes later, he's like, I'm just going to take another one. And he takes another one. And like 10 minutes after that, he goes, oh, my God, I'm starting to feel it. And I said, yeah, <coughs> that was the first one kicking in. Wait till that oh fucking second God, one kicks in. This. That guy was on a different planet. It was amazing. Okay. No. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> Indiana, great place. Used to not have the best weed. Now it does. I gotta say, continue this. This is better than what we were planning on. We were planning on having talking about so this. This is fun. Some of the best times this of my life. Some okay. of the best times of my life were when, from when we stayed at Jake's house all the time till we transitioned to, I bought the nicest house was available in Kokomo, Indiana for $340,000. If you guys don't know about Kokomo, Indiana, look it up because. It is a special, special place, and it has a lot of strip clubs, a lot yes. of pawn shops, and not a lot else. Check it out. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's one of my favorite places on the planet. Yes, if you want to buy a ring for a stripper and then pawn it when she blows someone else, Kokomo is the town for you. <laughs> Did we light this blunt? Yeah, let's no, light it up. Here, here, I got a blunt. Kokomo a also, and this is weird. Segregated. Is that still going on? Like, I literally, I remember one, we, one part, oh, you know what? I fucking lighter thiefed you guys. Jake, Jake just hit the lighter. Out the gate. No, it's you know not, what? it's not so much segregated, is it's just backwards. Yeah. And uh, it's a bunch of good old boys, a mentality type thing. You like the other end. There was two yeah, parts no. of town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I've never seen that in my life. And, and, yeah. Well, it was funny because when I was a kid, after my mom died, my dad left me with his his friend to, to he had a he had a wife and kids and family. Well, they were all black, so I lived in the black neighborhood. Yes. I was the only white kid at Carvard Elementary School. White redheaded kid named Cheese. Yeah, killing it. <clears throat> yeah, well, I wasn't Cheese yet. I was oh, Mike, I was Mike Brown. I had the ultimate white name, Mike, <laughs> Mike Brown. Brown. White bread, Mike yeah. Brown. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, your last name is Brown. There's that. Mike White. Now that. Without saying the uh, name of the I would have been thrown out. I would have been thrown out. You can so, <laughs> Mike say White, the name. get out. The, what I remember, too, of being so surprised uh, there. What, do, do you remember <coughs> at the strip club? We were at it. Thank and, you. And, you know, some, a couple of black guys came in and sat down while we were there. And this was, you know, 18 years ago. This is this a was, true story. This was... This was a long time ago. Well, it's but still not the that same way. It is the, this rule still yeah. applies. I know where you're going. With and this. and and I won't say even the name of the place because I don't want to start anything. But the owner literally goes up to the guys next to us and he's like, "You guys can have one beer and then you have to leave." Yeah. And they fucking did. They had one beer and then they got up and fucking left. And I remember just being like, "What?" That was pretty fucked up. This still fucking happens. Like, yeah. It oh, was God. and insane. and there was and there there is only. Country and rock and roll on the jukebox. No rap oh, of yeah. any kind. That's it. That would have changed nowadays with the Billy Ray Cyrus rap song we just listened to in the other he room. He may have played it because it had Billy Ray, but I don't think he still would have played it because it had a black dude too. He would have said to them, he said, listen, you can play the song once 
and then you guys got to take the CD and leave. That's what would happen in that jukebox. But there's another story in Kokomo, Indiana, at the strip club. This, oh. is, this is very different than what we planned on talking about today. But uh, anyways, uh, let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, oh boy. This is this the first strip club we were talking about the racist one, which we are not racist by the way, and I was raised by a black family part of the time. Um, and last I, name's and Brown. I, last name's Brown, and I wanted to be <laughs> Shaft when I was a kid. Daddy and I are Jews. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, we got all that out of the way. All right, everyone feeling um, safe? Okay. Safe all right, place? yeah, because you got to be safe in today's climate. That's you gotta, right. This yeah. is a safe zone. That's nice to know yeah. that on the first episode we're going to be banned. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be banned after the first episode. That'll be cool. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, this other story that's about to happen now was at the B-Rate Strip Club, which in any normal big city would be like a E-Rated Strip Club. So go ahead, tell the story. I'll, I'll go into this one because this, this story is close to my heart. Uh, this, story, this strip club was – I'm just going to say the name. It's called Big Daddies. Big Daddies. And it was two stories, and the, and the pole went – all the way up to the fucking top. Two stories, the pole. And these strippers were good. Like, they would go all the way up to the top, hang upside down. They're two stories up, hanging upside down, spinning around, yes. doing all this shit. And I remember, like, whoa, this is crazy. Heavy metal guitar players of stripping. Like, they're totally. doing acrobats. They were fucking, they were good at This it. is before Pink. She did all this stuff. These strippers were <laughs> doing it for real. Yeah, Pink got all of this from them. I'm pretty sure she did. Very unoriginal. <laughs> Well, we're not going to get her on the show. Yeah, it's not like you have the same agent as Pink, so She's don't worry about week. this. Um, so I think you guys know where this is going. There is a, there's a stripper. She's up there, two stories up. She's hanging upside down. God She's bless doing her. her thing, and she fucking falls onto her head. And I'm no joking you. She's true story. Like this is true. convulsing on stage. I, I, to this day, think she fucking died. But this is what <laughs> happened. Without skipping a beat, the music stopped. Two or three guys ran on the stage, picked her up, ran her into the back. Another stripper came running out, and the DJ put on, let the bodies hit the floor, let, let the, the bodies hit the floor. floor. And the whole place goes, woo! And off. just kept mm -hmm. partying like nothing it, fucking happened. It was funny because the ambulance came and took her out the side ambulance. door. Ambulance. I love ambulance. you, Jesus. And, and nobody noticed. No one fucking cared. They didn't care. No one no. gave a That's, shit. In that same night, no. in that same night, two ambulances, <laughs> Jake, our buddy Jake, not this Jake, so if your if Big wife if his wife is listening, this is not him. This is the other the bad Jake. <laughs> I didn't even know and, you yet, babe. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the other Jake is upstairs in the balcony having sex with a girl that uh, he paid for it. So I think it was consensual. Well, then it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. it was for sure, sure consensual. <laughs> but she had had a lot of drugs, and to the point where after the other girl fell from the second story onto her head. The other girl that Jake was having sex with while that story was happening ended up going backstage and ODing. Oh, my gosh. And they had to call. I didn't know this. The second ambulance back. And it, and it turns out, as they're taking her out, it's the same girl that Jake was no, feeding wait. the pork snorkel oh. to upstairs. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, that story got – that wildly positive story up until that last dark turn. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, no. here's no, – well, on it's this still one, very positive. And it paid. is very positive. She, she made good that. money that night. And, two, uh, she was okay. But do we know if the first girl was okay? I think they fucking dropped her off in a cornfield and said, peace. 
No, because it was a, it was a for sure paramedic game. I yeah. like to think it's a WWE style strip. That's part of the act. The ambulance is on call. They own it. It's like a ladder match. You'd well, like to think that. I would love to think that. Well, I, I that's what I'm gonna yeah. think. Otherwise, we got two dead strippers, and that's not. No, <laughs> only one possibly, but one live for sure. And dancers and at no the emails. same exact fine establishment. Cheese, being such the kind, kind man he is, he decided to buy me a lap dance. Well, oh, this geez. girl, she we'll comes over yeah, that we'll he buys me this lap dance for. She comes over, and she has a scar from, like, the top of her head to the bottom of her fucking toes, right? Like, a humongous line down her body scar. And she gives me a pretty fucking weird lap dance. I'm getting <laughs> scar-faced, pretty much. And, uh... And I, I go, she leaves, and I'm like, geez, what happened to that girl? And he goes, oh, she was born with her guts on the outside. Yeah, they had the stuff oh, back in. This. No belly button. I remember that So that's story. how she got the scar. Yeah. Daddy got a lap dance from Snoke. That's yeah. awesome. And they, and they had another girl that was a dwarf. They had, they had a full array of shit there. All right, I'll go, on the, okay. I'll go out on a limb and say, I've seen some hot dwarfs in my day, where I'm like, that is an attractive, okay, this is my that's an attractive dwarf. Midget. What do you? Is that? No, no. I think it's little, little person. Yeah, little person. yeah. I've yeah. seen some very hot little people. But what's the well, difference? Yeah, okay, sure. we all we all agree that that. That he's um, like, yeah. What are that, you, that, like, yeah, we, we all agree <laughs> that you call him little person for politically correctness. Yes. But for the other part, uh, if somebody could write in and tell us what the difference is between a midget and a dwarf, I would like. I always wanted to know. There and are I, there are differences. I can never get a straight answer at Google. No, I have no idea. You can't I'm trust done. Google. That's what you I can. was saying. You can't. Um, so. Enough of that. Well, let's talk uh, about something interesting. Let's talk about something interesting. <laughs> you know what? Let's get into something actual. Oh, yeah. So, feeling good with Duddy. One thing we want to always talk about on this show at least one time <laughs> is something that makes us feel good. And as this being... Uh, doing this podcast right here, an accomplishment. Accomplishments make us feel good. And doing this right here today for me is an accomplishment. I had been thinking about doing this for a long, long time, and I didn't take any steps forward to make this happen. And then one day I just looked up online, like ideas of starting a podcast, and I started wrapping my head around it, and I started putting some, some notes down, and that's it. And then the next fucking day, I looked at those notes, and I was like, nice. I started. I did that. That was an accomplishment. I fucking did that. That felt good. And that made me want to take the next step. The next step, I was like, well, what would I really talk about? And I came up with a concept, and then I like, called my brother, and I asked him if he'd be down to do something like this. And he said, yeah, and I started taking these steps, and every day taking little steps. And each one of those steps was like an accomplishment. It was feeling good. And, you know, now I'm here at the end of that all of that, you know, years of thinking about it, not doing anything, and every time I thought about not doing anything, you feel fucking bad. You like almost hate yourself. You think, why are you not doing this when you know you can? And I started doing it. I took many little steps along the way. Each one felt like an, a fucking accomplishment. And now I'm here. We're doing it. It's an accomplishment, and it feels good. You know what I do to feel good? And this is going to sound silly, but... What? <clears throat> it's not what you think. Every morning before... I I get out of bed, <clears throat> and I'm still in that kind of, not sleepy, but dreamy kind of state. I, I take at least five minutes, maybe more, 
and I inventory everything in my life that makes me feel good. <clears throat> now, and, and it can be as ridiculous as how soft my sheets are to the fact that I'm very thankful that I have a roof over my head and that I have a refrigerator that has food in it and that all the things, and then I, I break it down into people in my life. And <clears throat> so right out of the gate, before I'm even out of bed, I've only focused on these great things and, awesome. and people in my life that I'm, I'm happy about. And so out of the gate, I'm, I'm in a great mood <clears throat> and I'm focused on what I have, not what I don't have. I think that's where people fuck up a lot of times is they're so focused on, I got to get this, I got to get that. I got to mm -hmm. stop for a minute, focus on what you do have. And if you're ever depressed, try this. If you're ever in a, like a bad mood or, you know, you're, you're going through a slight depression or something, go out and do something for somebody else. Just, just for the fuck of it. It's, it makes you feel good. That's I, actually I, amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. something. I mean, if you do something for someone else for no reason, I mean, how could you feel bad about it? Yeah. That's a genius little easy thing. Anyone yeah. can go do that, that right now. Yeah. I think the I idea, too, is you guys are talking about kind of just breaking things down. Like into little mini, here's the deal. The goal in life isn't to, ha isn't to have lots of money. The goal in life isn't to have lots of cars, lots of houses. The goal is to be happy. It's just sometimes you think the car, the house, the money will bring you the happiness. Maybe you can look at your life right now and go, I'm already happy. Well, those things. I love that. You know, <clears throat> those things, um, they do make you feel happy for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to bullshit you. Oh, and I, I oh, yeah, felt bad absolutely. as you were reading through that thing. I'm going, check, check, check. No. But I'll tell you what makes me happier than anything. Two things. My grandson and my dog. Mm -hmm. those, those two things. And all the other shit, I can live. I could live in a fucking apartment, a, a, a one bedroom. Some of the wildest, best times I have mm -hmm. were there. Back when we were doing the, the Kokomo shit, none of us had any money then. You broke. Know? Broke. You I guys weren't even signed. You guys were getting like $150 a show. <laughs> True story. And then, and then splitting that. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all those stories we told at the beginning of the show was well before any of the success of the Dirty Heads. I mean, yeah. This was like, well before. Hold on. Yeah. We had zero success. Uh oh, she's dropping point. things. What's going on? I knocked over my water. <laughs> I have water on the floor, so it doesn't cloud the sponsorship because the water people didn't pay. Fuck them. Oh, look at that. <laughs> and I guess to, to touch back on that, too, having cars and having the house and the money is awesome. It's, if you're already a happy person and, you get, and you're adding those things, and you're, then you're just even happier. Well, you're triple winning. But I guess I'm saying it's like that's you don't not need them. in the core. That's not what you're the, happy because you're, no. I don't know, you're just a happy dude. One thing Gene Simmons Never said a lot of things that I really liked. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Gene Simmons fan. He's an arrogant prick. Um, Cross him off the list, not coming? Yeah. Well, uh, he probably would come. He'd come just to punch me can, in the face. If he could make a buck out of it. Simmons oh, yeah. off the list. Yeah, if he can figure a way to, to promote something, make a dollar, he'll be right. He'll That'd be, be next. That'd be his face, though. It'd say yeah. kiss, and there'd be a kiss refrigerator. Oh, everything kiss. Mm -hmm. um, but the one really cool, intelligent thing he told me was, the only thing that money does is makes you not have to worry about money. That's it. It doesn't make you happy. And all those things, for, for a split second, they will. They, you know, I'm not going to bullshit mm -hmm. you. You know, every kid listening that goes out and buys a new set of sneakers when they drop is fucking stoked. 
until the next drop. Or until and someone it, steps on them. And, steps and, on, and but he's ch- constantly chasing it. So, and it took me, I didn't even get a clue till I was in my 40s about people go, oh, you got to love yourself before you can love somebody else. I thought that's a bunch of bullshit. But until you're truly happy with yourself, you can't be happy. So if you're rich, poor, th- fat, thin, whatever, you got to be happy with you. Because mm-hmm. if you're not, it, that's how you feel about yourself reflects on everything you do and every person you come in contact with. I couldn't agree more. And see it from just, a mile away. Yeah. 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 Going right back around <laughs> to where we started on this is accomplishments. You know what? You want to you wanna feel proud about yourself and be happy with yourself and love yourself. Go do something that you want to do, but you're scared of fucking doing it. You're you're terrified and it's uncomfortable and you don't know if it's gonna work. Just start. Just you t- can start be, taking steps. And you can be small. Small. Like, like the first thing you did when you saw, when you said about the podcast thing you want to do was you looked it up. Yeah. Well, that right there was a step toward your goal. Totally. Because most of the time you go, I'm not even going to look it up because it's probably a ton of shit to do and I don't want to do it and I don't have time. I got to do, I got to go on tour. I got to do a record or whatever. And so right there, your brain sabotaged you. But the mere fact that you even took the first step makes you more likely to take the next step and it keeps building. And the more steps you take, the easier it gets. It's because it's a good feeling. It makes you feel good. You took that step. Oh my God, that feels good. You're on your way to being happy with yourself, loving yourself, being able to now spread that to other people. If there's things you want to do and you never even take one step to accomplish those, you're going to have like some hate for yourself inside because you know you're not doing it. Well, it works backwards. It the works same backwards. Way. And now now you're bummed on yourself. Guess yeah. what? You're not going to go be super cool to everyone. You're going to go around kind of feeling a little bummed, probably being a little edgy. And that's just, yep. that's what's up. Well, if you, if you, and most people are, are actually intelligent. They just don't use their intelligence. So if you choose not to do something, you know in your in your heart. Oh, yeah. You chose not to do I'm that. So you cannot lie to, to yourself so, in this world. Right. You can try all you want, well, but you're laying in bed line. and it's all in it's your funny, face. It's funny. I always used to tell people, it's okay to lie to other people. Just never lie to yourself. I would tell my daughter that. <laughs> but, but it's kind of true. It is. You can't lie to yourself. Yeah. You are yourself. You're sitting in your own head knowing that you're a bullshitter. Yeah. And it's... Two things that actually, a couple things people have chose told me that simplify this whole thought process. One of the people told me something was cheese. So cheese once told me when I was I was in a band, cheese managed my band, and and I was in a struggling period where I didn't know if I wanted to continue on with it anymore. And I was having this talk with cheese, and he was he told me the simplest thing, and you guys have all heard this probably. He's all music, and the same thing is in life. Like music is not about the destination; it's about the journey. Meaning, if I'm sitting here obsessing over hoping that I get rich by writing a hit single one day, then get out of music right now. Because the chances are most 99.9% of bands never make the money off of it and they go get a job somewhere else. He said, it's about the journey. If you're not enjoying playing music every day, if you're not enjoying being on tour, stop right now. Because the chances are you're never going to be a millionaire. And that's kind of life. Everything is about the journey. Enjoy today. If you're sitting here thinking about, God, I got to get a house or I got to get a car and you're obsessing about it, you're missing the entire journey. You're concentrating on a destination that may never happen. So think, you know, just enjoy the day. And, I, and I, I've never forgotten that. I've told a hundred oh, people you. that. And it made me make my decision, <clears throat> which I ended up stop, stopping with music, but it wasn't the journey for me. And I so see that now. 
Well, I remember when I was a kid, and I was, and I, I came up in bands too, and my whole goal, you know, growing up in the '70s, you hear about the whiskey and the Roxy, the whiskey, mm-hmm. you know, the Roxy. So I wanted to play the Roxy. You know, it was bigger than the whiskey. It was cooler. It's like I want to play the Roxy. So, and that was one of the motivations for me playing in bands. So finally, you know, one day I got to play the Roxy, and I got there, and. You know, you could both have played the Roxy. It's <clears throat> the stage is shitty. Mm-hmm. You know, when they got the house lights on, the, there's fucking gum in the carpet and all. Just, it's just a fucked up, dirty place. Now they bring the lights on, everything looks cool and awesome. But I got there and I was like, is this it? I wanted for all this. But what I didn't realize at the moment, because at that time I was like in my mid 20s, <clears throat> all the, the preparation to get to that point is what really counted. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, it took me another 15 years past that to realize that to, by the time I could tell you that, I wish I would have known when I was your age and you know, you're one of the few people that listen, not, not like, not like <laughs> your you fucking brother. When you said uh, Cause he just started listening <laughs> like started listening two weeks ago, yeah. maybe. <laughs> and no. look, podcast, podcast, yeah. bam. Yeah, and you know what? Taking steps, feeling good about yourself. No, no, I'm very, I'm very proud of both you guys. Um, <clears throat> You know, uh, you know. For those of you who don't know, you know, I went to I went to a guy that owned a record store, record company's house, <clears throat> and he played me. <clears throat> he he played me this band Capital I, because I I was you know in the corn camp and friends with all the corn this guys. This is fifteen years ago. Oh, this no, is 20, 20, 20, years, 20 ago. years ago. This is how we're meeting. Chief. Yeah, this is actually seventeen to eighteen years ago. So, so he's playing me this stuff and, uh, and I, you know, it wasn't no disrespect to capital. I, you guys were really good and stuff, but it wasn't anything like corn or it wasn't something that I could passionately get into. <clears throat> so then he played me HB surround sound and I was like, Oh, these guys are pretty good, but still so much like blink 182 mm-hmm. at that moment that is like, fuck, you know, I want to do something different. And you know, I, I had worked with Kid Rock, and and I remember meeting him at the Warp Tour, and you know he had braided hair, and he's wearing a leather suit with no shirt. And I said, "Dude, what kind of music do you play?" And he said, "Like heavy metal, hip hop with a little bit of country." And I was like, "Fuck, that sounds amazing." So as I'm listening to to HB Surround Sound, and I said, "Well, these guys are really good. They're amazing, but they're a lot, a lot like Blink," and he said, well, before you leave, I want you to listen to the, br- the drummer's Little Brothers Band, which was uh, a bongo player, acoustic guitar player that sang, and a rapper that sounded just like Eminem. It was John John and Duddy B Jared and Jerry. Duddy. And they were called the Dirty Heads. And they had played one show at that point. They played in the back room of a sushi plate, mahi. Mahis. Did you work there? No. I want to say, oh. But a friend. Yeah, well, was somebody that worked there. Jared and Duddy, John John was, was the percussionist in, in HB Surround Sound, but we were kind of a punk band. There was yeah. no room for him, so we knew. So he went and joined my brother and Duddy, I mean, sorry, my brother and Jared, and they literally recorded the demo that you're talking about in our friend's garage. Wow. Acoustic mm-hmm. guitar, John John on bongos, <clears throat> those two. Oh. Spitting. So, and just so John John doesn't have a fucking heart attack, it's the djembe is what he was playing. There. The djembe. Oh, oh, bon- <laughs> no, oh yeah. So, okay. 
Sorry, John. John, after 16 years, I still haven't figured it out. God. But no, I heard that, and I was like, this is, this is wacky. This is weird. This is different. I have a vision. And so I went. I, I wanted to meet with the two guys, the two main guys, and then I met with John John as well. And, and uh, I was telling them, hey, I want to I manage you guys. And they were laughing. They thought, I was like, what the fuck? Well, do you remember it? how you introduced yourself to me? No. So we, we drive, you know, we get a call from our friend James, and he's like, hey, I, 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 I'm friends with this manager guy, and he wants to meet with you guys and talk to you. And we're like, yeah, whatever, you know, but <laughs> we had nothing else to do at the time. So we're like, cool, maybe we'll get a free lunch out of it or something. So we drive to Long Beach, and we go to his house, and uh, like a young pretty girl opens the door, and she's like, oh, he's in the shower. You know, there's a pool table over there. Why don't you guys go ahead and just you know, play some pool? He'll be out in a second. And... We were playing pool, and all of a sudden, from behind, I get tackled out of nowhere by a completely naked man. He was butt naked, fresh out of the shower, and he tackled me. That's how we met. I had never met him before. The fact that I'm still, that we made it through that, yeah. you know, we can make it through anything. That's true. You know, we used to do, we, don't, we stopped doing it, and I, 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 we didn't stop doing it because of all the, um, I don't, I'm trying to stay politically correct here, but no, don't. Oh, don't. Oh, all the liberal shit that you know they're shaming you for everything. Remember, we used to, I used to when we hired crew guys. You talk about an HR fucking thing here. I'm gonna admit it oh, right on God. live TV. Um, <laughs> the uh, we make all the, the new crew guys that came in. They had to give me a hug naked. Like these guys have hugged me naked many times, and that's the whole deal. Because like when we were on tour and we get to the hotel. <laughs> First thing I do, the original <clears throat> Kevin Spacey, is I yeah I rip off all my clothes, and I and I and I just start rifling phone calls, and and so what, I'm not supposed to say that. No, I'm, no, I'm laughing. It's oh, okay. Okay, you, I, you know, you I mean, this, I'll probably get arrested. Like, no, you can't uh, get this. No, right? I didn't. I no never was pressing any charges. Hey, I I ask him. Hey, come here and give me a hug. And they could have said no. Absolutely, they right? didn't have to take the job. Yeah. It's well, no, I the, wouldn't have held the job against them. I would have. I just wanted to hold my, my stuff against them. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, and look, was anyone, they're smiling when you're, if you're smiling when cheese is hugging you naked. Yeah. We're, that's a verbal contract. That's no. what I'm saying. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Listen to my mm -hmm. attorney here. So we're all good. He's, he's a real life Jew. He, he can be an attorney. That's right. All emails, send them to reamp. Yeah. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my on, God. On the subject of us meeting, I, I just want to tell one, one more story. Uh, no, we're good. From so now we've <laughs> met. Now we've met, and we've 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 hung out a Biblical couple sense. times. A couple times, not many fucking times, right? Uh, and and he calls, and he's like, uh, you know what? I got a, a meeting for you guys at Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers wants to have a meeting with you guys. And what, no, this oh was God. this was first before Warner Brothers was. Uh, oh, Universal. It was Universal. Jimmy right. Iovine and yes. Steve oh, Berman, yes. The, yes. the CEO of the whole company. So nobody big. Yeah. No, nobody big. And yeah. Steve Berman, the guy that was the president of of Interscope, that signed like Eminem uh, and everybody yeah. big. But go ahead. So yeah, yeah. One more shot. I'm, I'm okay. good. You, um, no shot for me. Geez, that's so, to be somewhere. So, so no shot for to continue on with that story, uh, I he's got the meeting at Universal. And and something was going on with his car, so he's like, "Can you just pick oh. me up?" Oh, yeah, oh no! Know. He goes, "Can you just pick me up, and we'll we'll uh, we'll head down." And I'm like, "Okay." And at that time, like we said, we had no money, so I was literally giving my friend an eighth a week 
and he was letting me borrow his old truck. That's how I had a car at the time. Uh, so I got a, it's a bench seat truck too. So me, Jared, and Cheese in a bench seat old shitty truck going to have a meeting at Universal, right? So if that's not funny enough. Oh, no, this wasn't the Universal one yet. This was going to meet with the biggest entertainment attorney on the planet. You're making me sound like up. a total fucking liar. No, no, no. But we were going to LA. Okay, we but were. but yes. but there was another story, Jimmy. I mean, we'll get to that at yes. a later date. That's a good one too. So yes, this is gonna be so, a twelve parter with you. No, we uh, we're going somewhere very important with some very important. <laughs> very, people. it I'm was very important. Um, <laughs> and I pick cheese up, and he jumps in the car, and I get about two to three blocks away from his house, and he goes, "Oh, you gotta pull over." And I was like, "Oh, what? You forget something?" And he goes, "Nope." I just shit my pants. I'm not fucking kidding you. So I pull over into a gas station. I pull over into a gas station that's right there, and he waddles his way in, and then he waddles his way back out, and he goes, they don't have a bathroom. No bathroom. And he goes, you know what? He's like, I'm just going to use these paper towels right here. You know, the, you know, you know, the, it's, you know those blue ones like you check your oil with and wash oh, yeah. your windshield? Yeah, he goes, I'm just going to take a bunch of these and I'm going to clean myself up. So he opens, you know, the, the, the <laughs> shotgun doors open and my, you know, my car's parked, shotgun doors open, gas tank, and he's here and he has Jared stand over here. So he's kind of got this little... Blocking. He's uh, got like a little block thing, yeah. you know, and he's, and he's like got a his... UFC fighter and you almost didn't make weight. They got the towel out. Yeah. Jesus yeah, wiping yeah, his yeah. ass. Yeah. Okay. So he's... He, so, He's got his pants at his ankles, and he's got a handful of shitty paper towels. And I do what any good Samaritan would do. I fucking pulled the car forward. So now he's just standing there in the middle of the gas station with a, pants at his ankles, dick out, handful of shitty paper towels, and I pull up 20 feet. So he's just standing there by himself, no, nothing blocking him. And now he has to waddle with his pants at his ankles and his shitty paper towels over the truck, and I just keep pulling up a little bit more. Oh, it's a beautiful day. You know, just to let everybody know what a good guy I am, though, is I, I didn't abandon the paper towels and throw them on the ground and pull my pants up like most people would. I made sure that I put them in the proper trash receptacle and took care of shit. He did. So, he's not a monster. Pat. No, you know, so I'm please. not a monster. Yeah. Thank you. Put the oh, judgment oh, out there. Oh, oh, oh. I think you'll, you'll retract that comment um, after I tell you what he did next. Okay. Then, Jury's out. He might be a monster still. No, no bathroom at this gas station, right? So okay. now he has done that and he has jumped back in the car. Not very clean. Not so I, it's not an there. ideal situation. I won't, I won't bullshit you. I'm like, you want to go home ideal. and change? He's like, no, nah, we're good. So we go. And we get there. And right when we get there, I'm like, you want to go into the bathroom and like wash your hands and stuff? He goes, no, watch this. And all the people come up that we're going to meet, he goes, hi, I'm Cheese. Hi, I'm oh, Cheese. Hi, I'm And they start shaking their hands yeah, while no. looking at us and smiling. And me and Jared were like, we love this guy. He's our manager. You know what? <laughs> you know, in, 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 the, in, the, in the vein of this show and keeping things positive <laughs> then i went to the restroom at this very fancy century city law firm and i went to the bathroom to shine myself up <clears throat> lo and behold this place was so nice that they didn't have paper towels they had regular towels oh nice, oh, nice. that's how you know it's good. they're doing laundry dude they were totally doing laundry oh. i and and hot warm claws this was better than my house so it was it was a great thing. We had a we had an awesome time. No, it's good. I, I will say this: we were supposed to have a segment called Bandcamp, 
But this whole segment's been Bandcamp, so Hell yeah. that'll come later. And the purge, we've been purging this whole episode, so let's just keep it going with cheese. You know, I can tell you I can tell you a, a story, this is a good one, that the host will probably not want told about him. We hey, have, this isn't live, for go for it. <laughs> you can say everything you well, want, all I gotta do is cut it. Yeah. Oh, you can't cut this. You guys, <laughs> you guys back here in the editing room, do not cut this part out. By the way, they all cheered when they heard Cheese shit his pants. By the way, the entire room started like cheering, oh. like a like a walk off home it wasn't run. Was like hit. It, it wasn't straight like shitting my pants, like like a five year old. It was I sharded. I couldn't like control. It was it was liquid. I thought that I was farting, and my asshole tricked me. Yeah. So please, with the yeah. judgment, it's a bit of a rooster tail. All right. Yeah. Hang out in there. It's it's not like I just like fuck. I'm three and I lost control of my bowels. No. Oh, don't no. try and make it sound better. Yeah. This is a grown man shitting himself. Yeah. So don't judge him yeah. like he's a three year old. This Thank is a full blown yeah. adult it shitting was, his pants. Yeah. On the way to an important yeah. meeting. Yeah. My son in law. <laughs> I won't ne- mention his name. <laughs> But for all you who are listening oh, that could connect no. some dots, my son-in-law, he's going to kill me. It oh, runs in the family. No, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> he, oh. he, uh, I'm so sorry. K-Rock Acoustic Christmas. Oh, they're not, no. they're not on right? Universal, That's by all the way. I'm going to say. I'm I just saying. There. I'm not going to say any more. You guys got to go online and dig deep. K-Rock Acoustic Christmas. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. And you can't just say that. I have to. I have to. Away. He's my son-in-law and my client and one of my my favorite people. I can't. I'll let him tell. Just if have him on here. It's oh, he's coming on. He's coming on. And and uh, and he'll my, tell that. My son-in-law. He would, he would tell. I was there for that. I'm going to let him tell that. My so. son-in-law is is Rome from, uh, from Sub- Sublime with Rome. That same guy, and he uh, he he ruined one of my favorite jokes. I used to always tell this joke. I'd say, hey, how do you tell when a Mexican becomes a Spaniard? And they go, I don't know when. I go, when he marries your daughter. Because, you know, it's like, oh, he's not, he's not Mexican. He's Spanish. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Well, now we're in trouble. Now I'm in trouble. But back to your brother. <laughs> so I'm at this party. My business party. Spaniards part, love us, however. Span- yeah. We love Spaniards and Mexicans. Of course. Right? Rome, dude, your son-in-law. Come on. Right. I'm not sure what he is yet, but he, he did one of those DNA tests, and he was like some super high percentage of Chinese. Fuck what? with him he's on like, that, too. He's like, my whole life's a lie? Yeah. Wait, Rome? Rome. He's got a lot of Chinese in him. Get out of here. Yeah. What? Yeah. Look at look at my grandson. He looks like a little Chinaman. He does. See? He actually kind of does. There you go. And he's See, there you go. So anyway, back to this. We're getting sidetracked. Chinaman. <laughs> 1952 in here, everybody. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, no big deal. He's a little Chinaman. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Building I say, railroads. I say he looks like one. He does <laughs> not oh, one. I'm just going to start utilizing all these things for the sponsors because they're never going to send us any more shit. But yeah, this, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so my, my partner, which it, for you all out there that have Google, Google Henry T. Nicholas. That's, that's my real-life business partner. And we're at his 50th birthday party. And... Uh, I don't. I don't usually drink, but when I do, it's I a lot. get. It's a lot, <laughs> and I'm out of control. So I'm standing there, and my my good buddy Duddy, he had had a lot to drink, and he was standing next to me, and and I slipped my hand down the back of his pants, and he didn't flinch. So I kept going because I'm going to make him flinch. Finally, he doesn't flinch, so I get all the way to his ring. He's still not flinching. 
So I stuck my finger two knuckles deep. Not two knuckles deep. It was to Don't there. Add no, a knuckle. No, no, One no, knuckle, no. two knuckles. You barely that much. even got through the fucking atmosphere on that shit. That's enough that's to get through the atmosphere enough, right dude. there. That's, that's, that's right. That. That's no. enough. That's enough. That's atmosphere. not very much. That's maybe an inch. Dude, you're I'm telling you. I would say, layer. nah, there, there's no hey, way. Here's that the deal. I was either I was either in your ass or I was not. Okay, so anyway, we've got that cleared up. <laughs> did did so, he have a boner? That's what no, I want no, to know. Because no. that, okay, well In then my defense, like he said, I had been drinking so much, I don't even, I think I don't even realize he, it was happening. Right. And so, this was so long ago. This is back when, like, I was wearing, like, baggy pants and sagging down to my, halfway down my ass. So it was pretty yeah, easy he was sending he was sending me the yes signal. His pants were pretty far down. And he's got a loose butt. Yeah. So yeah. Barely he was very relaxed. He'd been drinking. So... Uh, <laughs> I, I I basically finger blasted his asshole. Wow! And, true story. It's not a blast. Would be an in out in out in out. That was just a one boom, and I went whoa, and you were out. And okay, you never feeling came back good in. with Duddy. Mini blast, but here's this is making me feel bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel bad. There's again, once again, with all my stories. There's a fuck. No thanks. I'm too oh, high already. Put in Duddy's butt, or no, I uh, may put it in his right, butt. Let's get the story anyway. over with. Yeah, so there's a happy ending. Cut this out in post, right? <laughs> so after after I pull this, he had it, it was the craziest. His butthole smelled like good vagina. Cheese is looking into the into the oh, room. He's I, playing no, to the crowd no, now. No, he's got. Crowd. He's oh. looking at the engineers. He's turned his back I, to I'm, us. I'm sorry. There's a young lady here, and I just want to say for the record, she's having the most fun of hey, anyone. By this the way. could be offensive, so please, I'm telling you ahead of time. If you stay, this is on you. <laughs> so anyway. I'm smelling, and I'm amazed, and I'm taking it to everybody. And and you went and shook everyone's I, hand at the party. No, I didn't shake. I shook it with a left hand. He I, was shoving it in their nose. I would put it in their nose. Smell this, and they all think that I was oh. in the bushes with some hot chick. He stirred every drink at the party, guys. Yeah, that's true. Oh. So anyway, I uh, I went to Andy Hong, and, I, and he smelled. He thought it smelled so good. He opened his mouth, and. And I stuck my finger <laughs> in his mouth, and he wrapped his lips around it, and I, I, it was hard for me to pull it out. Feeling good with his, Duddy. His mouth was tighter than Duddy's butthole. Feeling good with Duddy. Feeling good. So, with Duddy B so, of the so Duddy heads. So, so here's the thing, okay, to wrap this up. Oh, okay, I like it. Wrap this up. No. Go out. Set small goals for yourself. <laughs> Dude, that's called a callback in the industry, everyone. That's a callback. Set a baby cheese. Set oh. small goals for yourself and accomplish them. As as silly as it sounds, taking out the trash, you know, cleaning up your room, becoming a better friend with Duddy B. There you go. As far in as you can go as a friend. Whatever, you know. So there you go. <sighs> Little things. Well, where do everybody. we go? From? I mean, that's it, right? I mean, I don't know how anyone could feel it, any it, better. If you guys here, I, I will leave this open to you. If you're ever doing this and you can't get any guests or last minute somebody cancels, I'll come in and I got. Oh, dude, we can do this. I don't even. I got. Want I, got I haven't even gotten into stories on Jake yet. Oh. I got some crazy shit on oh, Jake. What the hell did I do? I don't even oh, remember. Oh, dude, There's... And, and stories about your mom. I remember. My mom's crazy. Your mom. His. She's their awesome. mom. She's the best. Climbed over me to real, really, and we'll tell this another time. But she climbed over me to attack Jared 
Watson. Like, Wait, what? She I wanted think to I know that. She wanted to beat Jared. Well, up. this was at a time where me and Jared thought it would be cool. Where every interview we did, oh, we would this. talk about fucking each other's moms. Yes, and I it was kind of like who can go the farthest. And I think it was something like someone asked me like, "What's the biggest venue you've ever played?" And I said, "Inside Jared's mom's vagina." And and then he's, they're saying this on I radio, totally oh yeah, yeah. And, and in like yes. press, like Rolling Stone and shit. They're saying this stuff. And uh, and then Jared, I I wish I could remember what Jared's reply was, but it was something good but bad. And my mom, the next time she she saw read him, it online. Yeah, she wanted to kill. She, him. She's a fiery Jewish lady. Okay? <laughs> she climbed over me like like she first saw. She said hi to everybody. She's in a great mood. She looks over and she sees Jared. Oh, and she just no. immediately read. Yeah. And oh. she fucking went at him and started, like, trying well, to slap I, him. And Jared, I mean, Jared grew up at my house. Like, every day after school, first thing's at my house. So well, as she, it's like he's, she was attacking her own you know, son. Well, as she's trying to get <laughs> yeah. to him, Jared is still yelling shit at her, just making her even more mad. Oh, shit. And, and yeah. oh, it was, it was good. And so. I was in the good old days. Dude, so just so you guys understand how it is on the dirt, because I toured with the Dirty Heads for, I don't know, like nine he was months. Our, he was, was our tour, tour manager. manager. For like a good nine months. And you had, every person who entered the tour bus, you had to tell them the first name of your mother. Oh. So that when mom jokes happen, we're using the actual name. Oh, yeah, they name. use your actual name. It's not like your mom. You yeah. Know? It was like whatever your male. Betty was, you know, you're, it's, we're making you know it what? very personal. You know, I know you were going to. And gonna... then it moved on to dads. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's coming completely fuck your show up. But you said something <laughs> about one time at Bandcamp segment, and you figure we'd just scratch it. Should I we think we should it? still do it. I, I, I want to do it because I want to tell something right now. Hold on. Oh, and this one time at Bandcamp. Oh, All that's right. cool. You guys are like legit. This is no bullshit. Here, watch. We'll try, on, we'll try to do it. You know what that perfect. was? What? An accomplishment. And it oh. felt fucking good. All right. Guess you what get... song didn't exist two days ago? That little band camp yeah. number there. Accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there yeah. you go. See Did you get clearances or are we getting sued? We're sued. Yeah, yeah, you got We're fucked. Fucked. We're getting sued. Yeah, okay. Be very busy All right. Sue us. Anyway, so on that, and, and it didn't hit me. This, this thing didn't hit me until you just said that. And I remember... Uh, going back again, one of the funnest tours in my life was that very first Sublime Dirty Heads tour. That we was... were in the shitty bus that smelled like urine, you know, and I spent most of my, me and Rome spent most of our time riding on your bus, putting crew guys on our oh, that nice bus. bus. Was, God, that dude. bus was a nonstop <laughs> fucking party. I mean, things have toned down so much, but man, back in the day... Dude, that was wow. crazy, crazy. We used to get at it. <laughs> yeah, what, what's your what's the buddy's name? The merch kid. At, well, there was a couple. Which so Ty, one? Tyler was Tyler. on the merch when not I first Tyler. Started. Tyler was pretty. Tyler's pretty mellow. Yeah, Tyler's. Uh, who was after Tyler? What's What's the one that, that wanted to beat up Jared? Padilla. Padilla. Oh my God. Ma Padilla. Padilla. Knuckle up. Padilla. Oh yeah, he wanted to fight Jared. Well, I mean, Padilla, I grew up with. Yeah, and he's still to this day a great friend of mine. Oh no, I love Padilla. And he and we had him out to do merch with us. Yeah, and him and him and Jared. It was something lame too because obviously they'd been drinking a lot that night. So that's when you and the merch guy night drunken argument in the bus that's like no, second it wasn't i thought it was in the bus no so they went to a bar together and then padilla left and came back to the bus and left his sweater there or something and then jared was still there and then jared came back and didn't have padilla's sweater so he well, got all pissed fight. off you have to fight at that he point. got all pissed oh. off and he was out in the parking lot knuckle up bro knuckle up and i'm trying to hold <laughs> padilla back because i mean i mean no offense to him i love him 
Oh, Jared would Jared would have wiped the floor with him. Jared's twice his size, and Jared's a good Jared size. Li- and Jared likes to fight with Jared yeah, many he's times. He's a tough guy. fucking guy. <laughs> and I'm not saying Pity is not a tough guy. He is, but he's half the size. So two tough guys, one's it's twice funny. the size. The twice the size guy's probably going to fucking win. It's a weight you know? class issue. <laughs> it just wouldn't have been good either it way. It wouldn't have been good either way. So we obviously stopped that from happening. I don't know if you guys still have it. The picture has to exist. I I would make their tour their uh, their set lists every night, and I would drop pictures. I draw little cartoons of what happened the night before. I drew a picture of Dustin Padilla knuckling That's up, right. getting I ready to fight that. Jared. And of course, this is the next day they walk out on stage to play their show, and right in front of Jared's mic, there it is—a picture I drew of Padilla. You know, and everyone's dying. Dustin Padilla yeah. was dying. I mean, they were friends five hours later, but yeah, it was fun times. So sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. Oh, so yeah, on shit. that same tour, on that same tour. So this is one time at band camp. We're on tour. And I'm on their bus, and I'm in the middle bunk. So for you who've never been on a tour bus, you've got this hallway, and on each side are floor-to-ceiling bunks, three high, two long, so a total of 12 bunks. So I'm in the back, by the back lounge, middle bunk, driver's side, okay? And I'm laying there, and I'm sleeping, and I'm half in and out of sleep, and my hand is laying outside the curtain. So the deal is on tour, if you're in your bunk and your curtain's pulled, no matter what, nobody can fuck with you. You know, it's just a safe zone. But my hand was sticking out of the curtain, so my hand was not safe. (laughs) And I can can hear these fucking retards, like, trying to whisper. Yeah, we're fucked after the... But, but, um... (laughs) But um, there, it's the only thing separating us is a fucking curtain, and I can hear right through it. So I can hear him going, put your dick in his hand. <laughs> and they're giggling. It looks like you guys are giggling, but they're trying to giggle. <laughs> like, put your dick in his hand. <laughs> I'll get it hard first. And, 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 and I, I'm not moving my hand. You know, nor, normal people would have gone, fuck that. You know, I'm like, okay, put your dick in my hand. <laughs> Let's see what happens. So finally... I feel Jared's uh, warm, soft penis in my hand, <laughs> and, I, and I fucking lock down like a pair of vice grips, <laughs> and he's trying to pull away, and he's pulling back, and he's just about to pull his dick off, and, and he's screaming, look, oh, look, and I wasn't pulling on it. I kept my hand right where it was. He was the one pulling the other way, and so, and so finally, I let go. That's the end of this story. (laughs) Moral of the story is accomplishments. Don't stick your dick in Cheese's hand. He wants uh, it there. What else? That's it. Accomplishments and don't put your dick in Cheese's Yeah, read a book this week. Read, let's go with Don Miguel Ruiz. This is a lot to ask for. No, no, please try this. Reading at this? Is this? Read with the audio, audio book. There you go. Now we're talking. Don Miguel Ruiz, this is a legit book called The Four Agreements. Start with that book. That in itself will be the first step to changing your life. Yep. And, and I, want, I want everybody to know that, that look back at this. All the funny parts were real and funny, and all the serious parts were real and serious. So we're not, like, fucking around. And I hope people are smart enough to get that, and they just don't write it off and go, oh, these guys are fucking lunatics. Uh, no, I think people are smarter than that. I would like to believe that. I hope so, too, especially this crowd. And, on top of, yeah. and, and, and to end the show here, on top of something that – to go back on something you said, not only read that book, go do something fucking nice for someone. Yes. Yeah, yes. Do that today. Oh, yeah. Dude, that makes you feel the best. Yeah. No matter what's going on in your life, 
If you do something nice for somebody else, it just makes you feel good. Yeah. No, I, I do that. Right on. Thank well, you guys for having thank me. Thank you guys so much. It. That was so fun. Uh, yeah, feeling good with Duddy. Thank you guys. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>